On today's episode of The Investing Revolution, we're going to talk about the importance of property awareness with our good friend, Phil Owen with Onside Pros. This is The Investing Revolution, a podcast designed to help your real estate investment strategy. On this podcast, we'll teach you the actionable steps to take and pitfalls to avoid so that your real estate investing can thrive. Welcome to The Investing Revolution. I am your host, Jonathan Cook. And with me today, we have a special guest, a good friend of mine, um, a, a heavy hitter and uh, exciting person in the industry of property management. Um, like I said, my very good friend and the CEO of Onsite Pros, Phil Owen. How are you doing, Phil? I'm doing great. I, I've never been described as a, as a heavy hitter. Like, I feel really oh, excited by that. And now I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I have to really contribute here uh, to, well, to live I, up to that billing. Well, I, I imagine that you're going to contribute plenty. You are uh, a wealth of knowledge, and I'm super excited to have you on today. Um, we started a series um, in, in the last couple of episodes. We had, we had Landon Cooley on uh, a couple episodes back. We had uh, Tim Wallace on in the last episode. And, we, and we, man, I'm we walking in tall cotton, man. That's good about, stuff. That, look. Look, these guys are all great. Look, audience, guys, listen. Yes, these are my friends, but also <laughs> these guys know more about their perspective fields than than pretty much anybody else that I could have join me on this podcast. And I'm so excited to have Phil on today because I want to talk about some really important um, parts of the property management technology suite toolbox. Because that, that's kind of the series that we're going down now. We're talking about what makes a property manager able to manage your property better than you can yourself. I mean, that, that's kind of always the question. Um, we, we discussed it in an early, in a, in a very early episode, like what are the benefits of having a property manager? And there's, I mean, th there's so many that you probably couldn't just get down and, and list them. I know I didn't get to all of the benefits in that in, in particular episode, but you know, that's why we felt that it would be a great opportunity to kind of talk, especially with the experts on well, we we are able to provide solutions that you can't do yourself. And one of one of the most important things that we can provide is the ability to see the condition of your property frequently and and, and keep track of how good the tenant is doing in that property or the resident, how well they're treating that property and condition reports. And who better to talk about that? than Phil Owen here. Phil, can you tell us a little bit about Onsite Pros, what the company is as a whole? We, we're clients. I know what, what we have here, but I mean, we, we're great clients. I, I love working with you guys, but kind of give us an introduction on you, how you got into the, the, the industry and, and how Onsite Pros operates. Yeah, so I'll I'll give you a little story about about how on-site pros came to be uh, more than about how I got into the industry industry because it's a lot more inter interesting and relevant. But uh, it was actually founded by a property manager in uh, San Antonio, Texas. His name's James Alderson, and uh, uh, you know he he started to realize as he managed doors that he just had no idea uh, on a general basis. He 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 meant to do. Uh, what what he called triannual uh, on-site assessments, uh, which means he was going to try annually 
uh, to get out to them. Uh, and uh, you can use that. That's that's free. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the fact of the matter is he realized, you know, just in the nature of the business, he never found time to actually get out to the properties. And uh, things started to pop up over and over where he was being very reactive to what was going on. And he was finding that it was costing a lot more money uh, to discover things after they had kind of blown up or gone wrong and that the risk and liability was kind of getting out of control. And he wanted to be able to tell his owners that he was managing for, the landlords, that he was maintaining excellent what we call property awareness, um, that he knew what was happening on the property, how was the tenant taking care of it, like those kind of things. Property mm. awareness is a really – I mean, it, that, that's like an active description of what this is. I like that term. Yeah, that's it. So it so really started, is something that we've started to started lean on. on. Yeah. So he started on Psych yeah. Pros um, to uh, to really to solve a problem in his own business. And he got together with some other friends who yeah. were property managers and said and, and they said, you know, we've got the same problem. Uh, and so they, they said, let's put our portfolios together and we can keep a few guys busy. And, you know, from there it, it sort of caught fire. And now we're in 10 States and 24 markets around the country, uh, major metropolitan areas and, uh, continuing to add new markets, uh, all the time because it's, it's a property, it's an issue that every property manager, every, uh, investor, every landlord deals with is how do I know, how do I have great documentation before and after, uh, tenancy for the move in and move out? And then how do I how do I keep an eye on what's happening at the property? How am I checking the right things uh, to make sure that uh, things are going the way they're supposed to uh, while while the tenant is is in the property? Oh my goodness! I recently wrote an article about like what to expect from your first year in in investing in real estate, and and one of the things that that I feel like. I glossed over because the the angle that I was taking was assuming that I was the property manager in in in, in those terms, which means that I have an on-site pros report. But um, it, I think one of the parts that I glossed over is the difficulty if you're investing on your own and you don't use a property manager. I mean, of course, if you are an active investor and you're trying to build a portfolio, you need to focus on building that portfolio. How how much time do you have to even go and collect rent, make the phone calls, do all that stuff, but then also get out to the property and give a good, thorough condition report for yourself? Like, that's... It's a time crunch. It's the same thing that we talk about when, when we're talking about saving any man hours on highest and best use, right? So your property manager's highest and best use is keeping records of what's going on in your property, finding solutions for operating the business that is your rental property better than you can yourself because you, the investor, don't have the time or the resources or the the portfolio, to be perfectly honest, in a lot of cases, to afford to hire these kind of solutions. I mean, you know, if, it goes if beyond that. Individual investor, of course, it does. Uh, in that, you know, when so, when you are self managing properties, uh, it, it also creates some real challenges uh, for a, an investor or landlord when you actually are the one who are going out to those properties uh, and. You get out there and you find something that the tenant's doing that they shouldn't be doing or they start hitting you up with their laundry list or their, their wish list of, of things that they want you to, you know, you can't hide from that. It's a relationship directly between you and them. When you have a, a third-party property manager, that gives you a, lay, a, a barrier uh, between you and the tenant 
that if the property manager is the one going out there on your behalf, um, it's it's not them appealing directly to the landlord. Uh, it's you give them uh, as a property manager a beer, and then we give a a, a further layer of insulation uh, that you know. It's amazing to me how many times we show up at a property and, you know, knock on the door. And before we can even say, hi, my name is the tenant starts into us. You know what? Uh, there are roaches that I've told you guys about and it's not fixed. And I was one day late on my rent and you guys charged me, you know, and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not your property manager. We're not your landlord. We're just a vendor and we're here to document the way things are. It provides that layer of insulation. So you've got the landlord and then a barrier uh, of a property manager. And then if that property manager happens to use on-site pros, uh, an additional layer of insulation. But I can't imagine being a landlord and having to go out and do a periodic assessment and, and the conflict that that creates when, when they're appealing directly to the landlord. That's, that's wild. Well, I think the actual answer to that is in, in most of those cases, they, they don't have periodic inspections. They, they, they don't mm. have them. I mean, the, the I can't imagine of, that either. That's terrifying. <laughs> well, now, I want to talk about the the importance of of uh, a thorough move in inspection, a thorough yeah. periodic, and a thorough move out, and like why those are important. I'm going to let you take take control of of that part of the conversation here in just a second. But I mean, the the number of investors that have brought me properties that they have self managed for. Uh, some number of years, whether that's, I mean, oh, I've been doing this one or two years, or I've been doing this for 20 years. And, and we, you know, you start taking those properties over, you, you go through that onboarding and, you know, I have a pretty standardized list of like, okay, send me all these things from your property manager. And in that is a move and report, a periodic, the, the last move out. Like I want to see all the condition reports that we have of this. I want to, you know, document all this. I, I want to see that. And when we send that to people and they come back with, oh, we don't have any periodic inspections. We, we don't have a move like, or they send me, here's the move in report. And it's like, a PDF file with like, was there damage in the property? Check yes or no, no signed tenant. And I'm like, yeah, what, what is this? What is this? And yeah. I, certainly some website gave them uh, a, a checklist and said, here, this is what you need to give your tenants. This should cover your security deposit. You yeah. should be able to take this to a judge and get your damages paid for from it. Uh, doubtful. Can, can you walk through the importance of a move-in inspection, a periodic inspection, and a move-out inspection from not a property manager, like, yes, from a property manager standpoint, but Phil, you're not a property manager, but you do these. And can you explain why it's so important to have that? And then the third-party aspect of it, like, once you get into security deposit disposition, hey, they've moved out. They cause damage. They don't want to pay for the damage in the property that they caused. Uh, and that's, I mean, for me, on-site pros is such a solution in that case. Um, when I, if we ever have to go to court, it's so big. Can you kind of give some you know, insights into that? Sure. Yeah. So uh, from a move in, move out perspective, and by the way, you, you called it a, a move in inspection. We don't use the I word. You can. Uh, we don't because we don't want to create any confusion between what we do and like a certified inspection that would happen for a real estate transaction. Uh, so uh, hopefully you, you won't hear me using that terminology because uh, my team will get really upset with me if I do. Um, but, uh, you know, the move in and move out, it 
That's right. That's right. Uh, it, it really is about security deposit, uh, s- securing that security deposit. And so what you want to do is have uh, our, our goal when we go out to do a move-in report is to fully photo document every square foot of that property, whether it is damaged or not. Uh, you know, and I think uh, even the landlords that do their own move-in reports who do go out and use more than just a checklist with a check yes or no, uh, even the ones who do take pictures, most of the time what we see is they only take issues or pictures of issues. They only take damaged yeah. items, right? Uh, and then at the end of the lease, if the tenant says, well, it was like that, their response is, uh-uh. I mean, like that, that's the level of discourse, you know, no, no, it wasn't. Uh, if it was, I would have taken a picture. Well, now you're trying to prove a negative. I didn't take a picture because it was in good condition. Well, that doesn't do anything. So no. what you're trying to do at move in is take a picture of everything, uh, regardless of whether it's damaged. We actually use 360 cameras, just like you see on, uh, on virtual walkthroughs of, of properties yeah. or Google streets. We use 360 cameras so that every wall, every ceiling, every floor, every square foot is documented. Uh, so that if a tenant comes back and says, Hey, it was like that. Our goal is an independent third party is not just to protect the landlord. Our goal is to, to create accountability and fairness so that if you go back and look at it and go, oh, son of a gun, you're right. Uh, it was like that. You're not responsible for that. Uh, I've got a siren coming by my office. I apologize. Uh, but if, if you go back and look at it and say, hey, look, it wasn't like that, and I can show you it wasn't like that because I have a picture of that wall, and it wasn't damaged when you move in. Our goal is not to help you win in court. Our goal is to keep you out of court. No. You should never have to go to court. Yeah. If you've got that photo documentation, I mean, there's really not a reason for you to be in court. Now, beyond that, uh, some things oh that, that you would want to, to check and that we, we check on every, every move in, move out periodic. Uh, we're looking for, uh, code violations, not necessarily building code. We don't, we don't deal in building code, but property code, tenant landlord law, right? Um, making yeah. sure that you're in compliance with, are there smoke alarms where they're supposed to be, and are they functional? Uh, we actually test mm-hmm. with smoke in a can. We spray smoke in a can at the smoke alarms to make sure, uh, you know, if you push the button, all you're really doing is checking the battery and the horn. Uh, it doesn't check to where the, mm-hmm. the, the alarm actually works. So we spray smoke in a can to, to yeah. check the sensor and see is it, is it, is it actually yeah. functioning. Um, mm-hmm. Pull it down and look at the back of it. Uh, and look, there's going to be a manufacturer's date on there. If it's older than 10 years, that's an expired smoke alarm, and that's a massive legal liability. And a lot of landlords don't know that, and that's the kind of thing that a property manager can help them uh, be aware of is those kinds of, of regulations. But, you know, in in most markets, you're going to need a smoke alarm in every bedroom or at least in the hallway outside of every bedroom within 15 feet or, you know, depending on the market, you just need to know your local market uh, and, what the requirements are there, but we're looking for tenant landlord law. Um, also documenting things like the air filter. Uh, yes. Just showing that the air filter was clean before you moved in so that if later down the road there's dirt in the coils and you got a $3,000 air conditioning bill uh, that you can go, look, here's what the air filter looked like when you moved in. A- AC repair person came out and this is what it looked like. Yes, we're going to charge you for this because you didn't change the air filter. And, and, you know, contractually in your lease, that was your responsibility. Things like that that you've got to right document. I'm going to tag in yeah. right here for a second because when we're talking about the suites of technologies that property managers should use, I, I, we can't go past an air filter and talk about how y'all check the air filters without at least mentioning second nature momentarily of course um, and I, yeah who i hope 
have in this series as well. When because they send theirs date stamped. Do y'all note? Do y'all check when they have the date stamp if they are in date? I know y'all work with a lot of people that that utilize Second Nature, and so I'm oh, certain yeah. you guys see several Second Nature filters. And I can tell you, uh, we highly recommend Second Nature because we can tell the difference between property managers who use them and who don't by the condition yeah. of the filters. Like it really is a program that works. Now it's not infallible because it's still up to the tenant to get it done. So you still have to get eyes on the property to check. Sometimes you'll find there's a stack of filters, but that's why you need to get eyes on the property uh, to hold the tenants accountable. But I'm just telling you the difference between using Second Nature and not using Second Nature yeah, it is night and day. I mean, it really does make a difference in in those maintenance costs on the the air filters. Um, just getting those things changed. It, Second Nature is a brilliant program that saves thousands and thousands of dollars uh, over the lifetime of an AC. But um, yeah, and and we do check the dates. In fact, we actually initial and date the air filters ourselves. Yeah. If it's not a Second oh, Nature yeah. filter. We actually write with a Sharpie uh, if it's not a second nature filter. We don't have to do that when it's second nature because it's got the date on there. Um, But, yeah, second nature, my goodness, uh, the the value that brings both to the tenant and the landlord, uh, it it, it really is a a tremendous value. So there's a convenience factor with second nature to the tenant and, of course, to us. But but I also want to talk about. I mean, like, I mean, I don't want to sit here and just talk about Second Nature forever. I mean, I, I, I talked to Tyler earlier. I could do it all day. day. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we both really good. And when Tyler's yeah. on or Andrew's on or whoever's on, I'm pretty sure we'll probably end up talking about you forever as well. But let's 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 talk about the convenience aspect of things like those kinds of services and the convenience for a property manager and an investor of having on-site pros and the way that y'all are able to schedule without me or the landlord having to like argue with the tenant and like, we have to put it in the system. We have to be like the fact that y'all will reach out and y'all can set the schedules with the tenant when it's convenient for everyone involved within a date range keeps me from having to schedule and send out a vendor schedule, send out a thing schedule. Yeah. And do, like I don't have to get into the weeds to do it while I'm trying to do my 1200 other things of making sure that this investment is working for a tenant. Like the, the security that I feel operating someone else's investment, knowing that I have on-site pros going to handle that condition report for me on move in, on periodic, and on move out, is is such a relief to me and and a like a stress taken off of my back, and it, it's a level of convenience for me that that I can't overstate. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I think the reason that we we identify so closely with the Second Nature group uh, is not just because they're great people, which they are. Like, I've never known anybody at Second Nature that I didn't just love. But we think about the yes. industry the same way. And the things that you're talking about, you know, we and they are about taking something that has traditionally been reactive and making it proactive, uh, making things that are convenient for the landlord, making things that are convenient for the tenant, um, and turning – property management from being a reactive concept into being a proactive concept. And I think, you know, we, we identify so much with second nature because we're both trying to accomplish the same thing on behalf of the tenant, the landlord, you know, the property manager uh, is, is we're trying to, to help them be proactive and, and create wins for everybody involved. And, and that's, that's why we are so excited to use you guys. I mean, that, of course it is. And that's why I think everyone 
in the industry that that spends time talking with you guys and that has the availability of you guys for the most part almost everybody i know that is a good professional property manager pretty much just kind of defaults to like oh yeah we use on-site pros everybody everybody's like yeah we use on-site pros yeah we use second nature yeah we use tenant turner or like all the yeah they use a solution that does this and i, and I don't right. necessarily just want this episode to be about how great specifically Phil Owen and on-site pros and your team is. I mean, definitely that is a big portion of it. But it's, you know, our investors don't really get all that concerned with which vendors we use as long as the task is accomplished. As long right. as their investment is being taken care of, they they have a what was the what was the term that you said that uh the property the, awareness um property awareness. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love that. As long as their property manager has that property awareness and, and and is able to you know, save them money in the long run or make them more money. I mean, that's how like our TPPR, that that's the software that that we invented that that grades tenants. The reliance that we have on an on-site pros report is I, I can't even like you can't do the report without our on-site pros report it you're missing a third of the calculation we have to have yeah. it it's, it's such a major portion of it i just sent out a request for one the other day because i'm like oh i want to i wanted to pre-score a tenant because we were talking about a tenant that, that had come in and the owner was like i just just curious where their score is at and it's like all right we need to get an on-site pros done we'll go ahead and check all these buttons and see where their score is i mean because that is another level of of taking care of the investment for this is a business every property that that any investor owns is its own individual business and how do you keep a business running smoothly is you have to have someone that is operating every portion of it condition reports are a checkup on the actual property itself it's a checkup on the tenant and on the property. We find lease violations in on-site pros reports. We find condition issues that we need to handle. Like we've seen everything come through with a with an on-site pros report. Like, oh, they're not supposed to have trampolines. Boom, they have a trampoline. Hey, yeah. they're not approved for a dog. Look, we found these dog turds in the backyard. Hey, they're not supposed to be smoking in the property. That's not the technical the term that we use in the report, by the way. Dog turds. That that's of that's not the phraseology we typically use, but <laughs> he doesn't call them turds. <laughs> you know, it's slightly less fun than that, but only slightly. I mean, but but it, those little things are, are are items that I think a lot of investors miss out on. I mean, yeah, not having a now. Like, you we, you've we changed the page here from the move in, move yeah. out to the period. What yeah. you're talking about here is periodic yeah. assessments. Just to yes. be clear for your audience, uh, that you're talking about the the reports that you would perform while a tenant is in, in the property. Yeah. Dive in a little bit on periodics. Tell tell us yeah. how y'all handle those and and you know about the smell test and and things like yeah, that. Give sure. us give us some, some insight. Yeah. So the move in and move out, you know, just to recap, that is document everything to say this is what it looked like before the tenant mm -hmm. moved in. This is what it looked like after. Here's the difference. So here when you go to a security deposit, you know, it's easy. But beyond that, you want those incremental reports. Most of our clients use this every six months. Some of them use this annually. Um, we have some who use this quarterly. I don't recommend that. I think that's too frequently uh, for the tenant's comfort, but I don't make those decisions our clients do. Um, but uh, what you're trying to do is is maintain that, that property awareness, uh, right, where you know what's happening at the property. Now, where a move in and move out is focused on the security deposit, there are really three focuses for a periodic report. One, 
is the tenant doing what they're supposed to be doing? Uh, are they changing the air filter? Are they changing the smoke alarm batteries? Are they mowing the yard, uh, trimming the shrubs so that they're not touching the house? You know, those kind of things. Are they not doing the things that they're not supposed to be doing? You know, no illicit pets that aren't on the lease, uh, over-occupancy, you know, modifications to the property. Uh, you know, just like you talked about, I mean, we found skateboarding half pipes. We found trampolines, swimming pools, swing sets, a zip line. Uh, you know, I mean, like all the kinds of things that are just massive issues that are the tenants not doing the things that they're not supposed to be doing. Uh, and then additionally beyond that, you're looking for uh, any kind of uh, unnoticed or unreported maintenance or okay. potential risk item, you know, where we look up and we see a little brown spot on the ceiling. A tenant might look at that and go, huh, if they notice it at all. We look at it and yeah. go, okay, there's water ingress somewhere. You need to get somebody out here and look at that and find out where that brown spot's coming from. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, so that's your, your your three main points. That's, and that's that's wonderful. That's exactly what we, we want to get across here. Um, I mm. think one of my favorite, when you said the skateboard half pipe, that, that brought up that picture to mind, and I think it, it might have, it might have been you, it might have been Mark that showed me a picture of one that it was a basement with a half pipe in it, and like yeah. they had graffitied all of the walls. There was like a guitar, and yeah. like the, the, it was very artistic, well done. Yeah, but a yeah, major yeah. lease violation. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, and and eight foot ceilings. I mean, you're talking about a skateboard skateboard half pipe with eight foot ceilings. That's not going to end well. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah, not. They were drop ceilings, Phil. They were drop ceilings. Yeah, yeah, yeah should have been, been, been fine. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. perfect. What well, could go wrong? No, that, so, the the pictures that that you and Mark and and the team has showed me, they, uh, there's some very funny ones in there. But the mm. idea is, I mean, it's exactly what we're talking about here. We want to make sure, and and a good property manager, somebody that's taking care of your investment, needs this kind of data. Yeah, because the data the data is here for us to operate. It, smartly for for us to take yeah. the information that we have. This tenant is a great tenant. Okay. Well, what do we want to do with great tenants? We want to keep them. We want to keep them and make them happy and and ride that that resident for as long as we can do it. Because vacancy is the biggest loss in in, in real estate investment. You you have a vacant yeah. property, you're just losing money like crazy. And then the second highest loss is is maintenance issues, is is security mm. deposits and things like that. Well. If they're not the greatest tenant in the world or the great re- greatest resident in the world, we want to be able to take the issues that they are responsible for and attribute it directly to them as opposed to just having to argue, well, that wasn't there when you moved in. Well, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. A, a, a he said, she said battle is nobody's going to win that. Nope, nobody's going to yeah. win that in any any way that that somebody's going to be protected from it. But having an right. on-site pros report, move in, move out, and the periodics, to me, it's like a level of security for our investors that that without it, I would feel almost naked as a property manager because the, the, the yeah. number of times that you know someone wants to know, well, well, how are they doing in the property? I mean, I can look at a ledger and say, well, they've paid every month. That's not what I'm asking. When, when, yeah. when an investor, especially somebody that has spent time and blood and sweat and tears on making an investment, you, when you put someone in there, well, you're not checking on it every week. Hey, I've just spent the last right. four weeks you know, putting my, my sweat equity into this property. I was at the property every day. Now I've got a tenant in there. Like, are those floors that I put in or 
Do they still look nice? Hey, I rolled yeah. the paint into that, that living room. I want to make sure that it's still in good shape. I put those new cabinets in or whatever. Do they still look as nice as they did when we put the tenant in there? Well, our solution is the on-site pros team because I know that I can go back to my investors and go, not only will I tell you that they are doing a great job, here's the photographic documentation to show you and we're going to keep these as records in the property for as long as as long as we manage your property. And that, that is yeah. such a comfort that, that I'm able to provide for my investors. And if you're an investor out there and you don't have a property manager that is able to do that, but you have a good property manager, then you need to mention to them, hey, does on-site pros operate in this market? Is Are they an option for us? And if they're not, Tell them to find some solution that's close or to get in touch yeah. with Phil Owen, because if they can move into that market, they are arguably the best solution for you. Yeah. And, and you, you say, and so, let, yeah. me, let me speak to that for just a second. Um, right. So uh, one, uh, some of the things that, you know, whether the property manager is doing it themselves or the landlord's doing it themselves, um, you know, some of the things that are, are so important uh, are, you know, we talk about the air filter a little bit earlier, you know, um, some of the things that you run into there, if you, if you find an air filter that hasn't been changed, uh, again, that proactive component, uh, of even if all you do is make sure that the tenant changes their air filter every six months, you're going to save yourself money. Uh, and what you should do, I mean, candidly, or what your property manager should do on your behalf is if, if on-site pros or the property manager or whomever goes out and finds a dirty air filter, not only should they charge them for, for that lease violation, but they should also say, hey, by the way, we're going to be sending an HVAC company out here to, to service the unit at your expense because you've already allowed dirt get, to get in the coils. Now the tenant has to take responsibility for what they failed to do as opposed to waiting until six months down the road where you get that Friday night at 7 o'clock call going, hey – our heat is out or our air is out and we need now an emergency uh, visit from an HVAC company. And, you know, by the time the HVAC company gets out there, of course, they're going to have a clean air filter in the in the deal. So you're not you're going to have a hard time pinning it on the tenant at that point. Finding those things in advance. Um, now, um, you know, one of the things you mentioned earlier was the smell test. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that for a second, because one thing that I, I recommend, you know, all property managers, all landlords or third parties like us to do is. Uh, every room note at move in, move out and every report periodically, do you notice any type of smell when you walk into this room and, and note that at the very beginning of walking into the room because your nose becomes desensitized to it. But the amount of money you can save by starting to notice, even if you don't see a cat or a cat scratching pot, if you, if you smell that cat urine, uh, you throw that flag uh, because you can save thousands of dollars from a cat who can just destroy oh a house. And I mean, my gosh, what it costs uh, to, to fix a problem caused by cat urine. Uh, it's, it's untenable. Um, on carpet on padded carpet. Oh yeah. Lord. And then getting down into the, to the subflooring. And I mean, like it, it, it's awful. Um, but now the difference between, you know, a lot of what I've been talking about, uh, you could do that as a landlord. You could have your property manager do that in-house. The smell test, however, I'll tell you, whether you outsource it to on-site pros or your property manager finds some other third-party company, um, that's where a third party becomes so much more valuable. Because if Jonathan Cook 
walked in and did a, a move-in report, of course Jonathan's going to say that it smelled fine at move-in. Uh, you know, so yeah. that being, uh, you know, kind of a, a biased opinion uh, is is not gonna is not gonna sit well when it comes to court. Having yes, a third party say. Correct. But having a third party say yeah. it smelled fine at this point, at this point, I smelled a smoke smell. Well, and we don't even yeah. know what caused the smoke smell, but maybe the tenant was standing right outside the back door and smoking and it wafts yeah. into the house. All we're saying is there sure. wasn't a smoke smell at move in. There is a smoke smell now. Now the property manager can get involved and go, hey, we've got a third party that's saying that they smell cigarette smoke. What's going on? We need to figure out why that's happening because otherwise when we have to remediate that at the end of your lease, you're going to be charged for it and it's not going to be sure. cheap. Uh, having a third party be able to say that, be it on-site pros or some other third party, uh, is wildly valuable to the landlord and the property manager. Yeah, and, and that's the name of the game here. We're, we're, we're trying to protect the, the homeowner, the investor. Um, we're, we're trying to protect them from paying for someone else's mistake. And we want to be able to put the responsibility on the party that, that has caused the issues here. Like, if, if the landlord hasn't done something, okay, we need, if, the, if the roof is leaking, it's exactly what we're talking about with the brown spot um, in, in the ceiling. Okay, well, the landlord needs to be aware of it, and they need to take care of it because that's their responsibility. Simultaneously, if an air filter is not being replaced, that is on the resident. They have to replace that. That's what's written in the lease. Smoking, that is a lease violation. Having dogs and cats and whatever in the property, if it's not on the lease, then that is an important thing to know. And so when, when, I, when I break it down and, and get to the, the, the essence of uh, what we're talking about here today is being, it's, it's that property awareness, man. That's exactly what we're talking about here. We, you, you should have, or your property manager should have a level of property awareness that that they are able to show you. Uh, some documented processes that they can go, we know what your property looks like, even though we haven't been there in the last yeah. six months or eight months, whatever it is. I have a photographic documentation of that. and that We know what it looked like before they moved in during the lease and then we're able to assess like it's the proactive part we can step in and when we get those periodics and say hey here's the issues here mr or mrs you know resident these are the items that you want to address before move out because this is what that's going to look like if you move out and these things are still issues we can fix it because we don't want to just penalize tenants that's not what we're here for at property managers we're not here to be the principal that spanks all the bad kids we're here to help guide our tenants that's the beauty of how we do it at revolution with the tppr with the credit reporting with the tenant uh you know reports that we get back from all these things that the the idea is to take our residents and that we've already screened and we made sure they were good to begin with and we're taking them and turning them into yeah. great residents not just not just yeah. okay they'll pass until you know the the lease expires and then they'll move out we want residents that want to stay in our properties because we are providing them an excellent level of service and then we are keeping them you know uh, responsible for what they are supposed to be doing but then we simultaneously want to be able to praise them when they do a great job that's how we i mean that's one of the things yeah. that we utilize our condition reports for in that tenant scoring software that we have, guess what? If they are doing a good job, if we get a periodic report back from on-site pros and it's like, 
dang, this house is perfect or as near perfect as we can imagine it. Well, we want to give credit where it's due. And those, those residents have a really high condition report score, higher than everybody else. And that is going to ultimately save them money as a resident because they're doing a good job and we want to keep those in, in the property as long as possible. And that's, that's how all of this syncs together. Um, and and yeah. I can't think of anyone that does this better than on-site pros. And I want to thank you, Phil Owen, for coming on today. This has been beyond insightful. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience? Um, any, any last words of wisdom when it comes to uh, condition reporting, uh, move in, move outs, or just on-site pros in general? Yeah, let me let me just kind of piggyback on what you were just talking about right there, uh, just to sum up. Uh, one of the values of having a professional property manager or a professional property awareness company uh, and a professional property awareness company is exactly what you were just talking about. Uh, because one of the uh, we were talking earlier about the layers of insulation between the landlord and the tenant, um, and you know one of the things that you're talking about is you guys as a professional property manager you're trying to establish that relationship and give them that feedback because uh, most people want to be a good tenant. Uh, they just need to know what's expected of them, right? Um, but it also insulates the landlord from a tenant who takes that feedback and when you say, hey, we smell a smoke smell, and they say, no, you just don't like me. You're trying to get rid of me because of you know, my level of income or because I have kids or because of the color of my skin or, you know, whatever the case may be, anyone can make any accusation. No, I'm just being picked on from a fair housing standpoint. Well, now you've got a landlord versus a tenant and they say it's personal. You don't like me. When you introduce that third party management company, you can go, no, no, no. We manage hundreds of houses or thousands of houses and we have all, you know, there's a much broader swath. And then when you introduce another layer of that protection where you go, hey, it's not even us that's saying there's a smoke smell. We're not out to get you. Your landlord's not out to get you. A completely unbiased, independent third party is the one that said there's a smoke smell. Let's not deal with feelings. Let's deal with issues. Uh, and you can deal with those issues. It really just insulates the landlord so much more by having that professional management company, by having a professional awareness company. Um, it, it, it creates so many layers of protection uh, and barriers between them and, and the, the tenant uh, that it's it's just common sense. It just is. Yeah, that's exactly right. So the, the common sense is just anytime that I talk to because, you know, you and I spend a lot of time in the industry talking with several property managers all over the country. And I mean, it, it always makes me sad when I meet someone that y'all aren't available to, to operate for. I'm like, ah, oh, y'all are missing out on working with Phil. Maybe you should, maybe you should move markets, move to a market where they can get you. But I mean, we, we talk to a lot of people and when I, every time that I run into a property manager that doesn't have a solution here, like it make, it gives me like a sick feeling in like the pit of my stomach. Like, you've got to find some solution. Like if you're, if you're not, if you don't have a policy or a process here, like may, maybe stop what you're doing for a second and reassess because it's that level yeah. of important. Um, and, and, yeah. and again, like we, we use the best, we, we are happy to say that, that our solution 
is on-site pros. It, it makes me very excited to talk about you guys because you're just you're just class act teams. And like, every, every time that we get to get together at some event or even when it's just you and I hanging out talking on the phone or whatever, it's it's always a great time. Um, I'm glad to have had you on the episode on the episode today. You, it was a it was my absolute pleasure. I'm so excited that I got to record this with you. It makes a lot of sense in the series that we're doing. Um, and and everyone listening, thank you so much for listening to us today. Make sure to like and subscribe. Hit the bell notification at the top of the page if you're on YouTube. Um, and we will see you again in two weeks. Thank you so much. 